A comedian rises from nothing, finding fame and love. A royal family gathers for Christmas to scheme for the throne. A lonely woman in her 30s gets swept away by a childhood acquaintance. Star-crossed lovers meet, this time in fair Verona. And a lovable urchin sings for no supper. This time on the Oscar should have gone to 1968. And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... The winner is... Oliver. That was good. That, that was a good one. I like Thank that. you, Megan. I appreciate Thank it. You. I like that. Do you like how I said this time? Because last time we did West Side Story. So I did Star Cross Lovers. In oh, that's City. what it was. Okay. So and then this did... time I did Fair Verona, where we lay our scene. scene. From Ancient mm-hmm. Grudge, Break yeah. to New Mutiny, where Silver Blood makes Silver Hands Unclean. I, I can do that whole thing. Um, yeah. I want to say that uh, former guest Kelly Ewing, um, mm-hmm. I know you you popped on her Zoom and said hi, and I just wanted to say that she said that she likes your long hair. Thank you. Um, I've gotten overall people are into it. I am not so. one of those people. I want to be clear. I don't care <laughs> for it. I'd rather you're you like evolve. you're you are you are the one percent. I don't think that will um, doesn't translate to anywhere that. else in my life, but. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, cut it off. Cut it off. Um, I'm not really wanting to our, talk. I, I yeah. have, I'm, I'm now recovering. Well, I'll from psoriasis. Story, I guess. No, it was stress eczema. I thought okay. it was maybe athlete's foot that grew to my hands. I know that's really gross. That's like a lot of information. I went to the dermatologist, was told on the plus side, it is not a fungus. On the negative side, I have given my, or, this fucked up year has given me stress eczema all over mm-hmm. my hands, my hands and feet. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to so bring in our guests. <laughs> <laughs> I want to bring in our guests. So we have with us two former guests together. They, you might remember them from the 1991 and 1993 episodes. We have Daniel and Matthew Scott Montgomery with us today. Hi. Hi. 1968. Oh, yes. It's the Terror Twin. You know, remember that? You guys remember that Jessica Simpson song that's like, all the girls got Oh, we remember. Yeah. Public Affair. Public, right. Oh, it was Public Affair. Shit. Family Affair is Mary J. Blige. Is that right? That oh, must be the one that I'm Easy to confuse. Yes. So, I mean, one of, they're both so talented. <laughs> Can I tell you when you said, you know, that Jessica or that Jessica Simpson song that immediately I was like, yeah, they know it. I know. I know. I know. Yeah, I know. This is going to be. Wait, you should tell them about the story about that song. Oh, I love that song so much that when when it came out, they offered they whoever they are offered a personalized version that you could get on iTunes where they would (gasps) digitally put in your name. So it, and they would put your name twice and it would say, so the original song was going, Hey baby, and then the version that I, I got for a dollar 99 cent cents was, Hey Daniel, <laughs> I see you looking over here, Daniel. 
So do and you? And then they would that- shove your name in real fast in like, oh my girl's stepping out for a public affair, and they put in my, and it was girl stepping out for a public affair. <laughs> so do you think that she like just did like a Siri recording where she just stood in the booth? It wasn't her. It wasn't her. It wasn't Mary J. It was someone else. I have to say, this has this is officially going to be the gay podcast of my dreams, and I we are off and rolling, and I am loving it. Let's get to it. Yeah. I wish I still had that song. I, I wish, wish you, you did go, too. We could drop it in right here. Do you think it's on like a like a like a Zoom somewhere or is it on your computer? I've searched for it on my computer. It's, it's like ri- it's probably ripped on it. It was so long ago. I'm not even sure my email goes back that. Way. Yeah, Greg, it's, pro- it's probably it's probably ripped on a CD somewhere. Mm. In it the, is in, in a, North Carolina. In a Volvo in like a yeah. 2000 era Volvo. Yeah, Can Volvo. I just say oh. I know we don't do any editing, but if you Craig, if you wanted to like drop in a little bit of public affair, like I wouldn't say no. And I that's really that's really either. more like that's that's really more something the Montgomerys do. They they'll drop in snippets, and by snippets I mean ninety seconds of a song. It depends. And I love sometimes it. Sometimes it's fifteen seconds. Sometimes I give you the whole thing. It depends <laughs> how much you need. It depends yeah. how much you need. And for yeah. this, we need all of that. If we need three minutes. And I mean, the holy grail would be if we had the clip of the Daniel. If we had that, yeah. I will search one more time. Yeah, Please search do. If you find that, if you find that, I will drop it in. Okay, without a doubt. Ooh, yes. I can't wait to hear um, when this comes out. If he found it. Um, before we jump into the uh, the movies from 1968, I did want to take a brief second because we're recording this um, Saturday afternoon. So, like, 16 hours ago, um, Chadwick Boseman, we all found out, passed away, which um, we haven't really talked about him on the podcast. We talked about Black Panther a little bit uh, when we did our Oscar podcast that year. Um, but I just want to mention it because I find it extremely sad. Um, and, and shocking. shocking. Yeah. Um, and I personally want to say, if you want to see a great Chadwick Boseman performance, I really suggest people check out Get On Up. Um, which was the James Brown film, which mm-hmm. I don't think is by any means a perfect film, but he's pretty incredible in it. Mm-hmm. And as is Nelson Ellis, um, and the fact that oh, Nelson Ellis, he's also yeah. he's also passed. they're the they're the they're the two leads, and that movie came yeah. out basically wow. six years ago. We've lost both of them, and it's wow, it's sort of horrific yeah. to think yeah. about. So. Wow. Um, that's it. Unless anybody else had anything, I just wanted to I wanted to mention that. No, because I feel sick. like we haven't had. I feel like to me this feels a little bit like Philip Seymour Hoffman, or when someone sort of dies really suddenly that you're looking forward to another forty five yeah. years of their Such career. A, she, yeah, yeah so stop. much more time left. I think it just sucks that like, of course, we had to fucking lose like the black superhero, which is like such a bummer. It took so long to like work up to this, and like those movies are good. And, um, or the, the Black Panther was good. I know. Have they already shot? Did they already shoot the second one? Is that done? I don't, I don't think so. No. So it's a bummer. It fucking sucks. And he was great. And he seemed, and also by all accounts, seems like, seemed like an amazing, sweet person. Oh, yeah. 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 So. yeah, it's really sad. I mean, that movie, that movie, I mean, like, I feel like the legacy of, of his career, but but most specifically, I think Black Panther will will live forever because yeah. that movie's so amazing, and he's it's him, you know. So yeah. it's very sad. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's no good way to transition, so we'll just jump into it. Um, 1968. So, 1968. So 
the main reason, and we'll get, you know, when we start talking about other movies, we'll get into it, why I wanted um, the Montgomery's on this episode, but they're both theater babies like us. And four of the five of these movies are based on stage properties. So I think that is also uh, great. Uh, so we'll just jump right into it with Funny Girl. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Rachel Lewis, uh, my my best friend and frequent podcast guest is going to be very sad not very sad to miss this because she loves uh Babs. Um and this was a real meta watch for me as I myself I mean some some people would say I I myself am a funny girl. Mm-hmm. You really saw mm-hmm. you really saw you up there. Mhm. 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 I I mean I definitely saw my nose. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> uh Barbara Streisand is so beautiful. I think she is too. It's such a funny I, I, She's so beautiful. I think it's such a weird... I always think it's weird when the movie is predicated on the idea of, well, but you're not pr- you're not pretty. So this is the not pretty person. And I think she's very pretty in this. Like, she is, yeah. she's so striking. And in especially... Uh, yeah, it, especially, like... Um, I, I mean, we'll, like... This is going ahead a little bit. But, man, that bride... When she comes out as the bride, that... Not only yeah. does that kill and is so funny, so the pregnant funny. bride, but she looks stunning. Yeah, yeah. Do you have you guys seen Buyer and Seller, the play, the one man play? I haven't. I'm familiar no. with them, but I've never um, seen it. It's really great. I mean, it's it's. Um, I, I mean, Daniel, I would be. I would love one of us to do it um, one day. But um, uh, it's a it's a play basically about um, a guy telling the supposedly true story of when he was he worked in the uh shopping mall in the basement of Barbara Streisand's house dreams and it's it's kind of like it's a one-man show so it's him doing Barbara and then doing himself there and just like the oddities of this job that he had where he had to like work all these different shops underneath her house and she would come down and shop and pretend that it was like a mall oh my god and you know and then it has kind of like an emotional arc where you get to know her in a way and she was so, I mean, I'm no expert on Barbara Streisand, just from the play. One thing I learned I never thought about was that like a lot of it is her not feeling pretty and the idea of she just wants to be told that she's pretty yeah. and how she never felt pretty and her mom never said she was pretty and she was always thought she was she was unattractive. And so so interesting watching this movie to me because I was like, you know, that's something that was in her life as part of like, her narrative of herself. And then she's playing Fanny Bryce of the part of someone who had, it's the similar narrative. So it was just like playing this on screen is just reinforcing this idea that Barbara Streisand actually had about herself. Yeah. And I think that's a powerful, I I think that probably influences the rest of her career and her crazy. I mean, listen, I would clone my dog if I absolutely, if I could like that, Mm -hmm. I do not blame her for that. But like her eccentricities, I think are born out of like, it's, that must be such a weird, insecure feeling of like you already feel like this, and now this thing that made you a star is kind of reinforcing that idea, which is, by the way, not true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I do think I think it probably helps. Like her, one of the reasons like she was able to adapt to the part so well because in the movie, in, in the show also, the only people that say that about her are like her mother and the women that hang around her mother and her. Yes. Like, you don't see, like, Ziegfeld doesn't, like, talk about how she, he's not attractive. He wants like, to Omar put her in the number. Not you're not attractive. Yeah. Like, it's, it's all stuff that comes from family, but then it's just her yeah. that 
she kind of reinforces it with herself. So yes. I think that's really fascinating, Matthew, that that's. Yeah, she doesn't so get fired because from, from the d- 10 dancing beautiful girls because she's not pretty. It's because she's, and again, another thing I really can relate to, a terrible dancer. not good at that but she is very funny and she's got a lot of great one-liners in this oh like endless there's nobody else else that could do it yeah i mean it's a it's it is it's a star turn like it's her first it's her first film was it yeah incredible and she's and she just is like i mean from the from the get-go, you really believe it when she's on stage and she's like singing, I am the greatest. That gives you chills. You're like, I, oh, like I she is the greatest. Part. How yeah. far after this was A Star is Born? Like, uh, like eight years, I think. Yeah, nine, seven year, eight or nine years. God. But um, I mean, she was already a star, like because she had become a singer and she was on all the, like the Tonight Show and stuff all the time, even before, I think she even kind of started doing that before she did the stage version of Funny Girl. Mm, yeah. So people knew who Barbara Streisand was, and she sort of, there's sort of a lot of stories about her and the director of this film kind of butting heads because she immediately was like, I'm in charge of all of this, yeah. even though I've never made a movie before. Like Fanny uh, would be. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a star turn. I mean, my biggest problem with this movie is I find the first half of the film endlessly more fascinating than the yeah. second yeah. half. Exactly yeah. my Absolutely point. Right. As much yeah. as I love Omar Sharif, the second half of this movie is a bit of a drag. Because yeah. I don't, because I, the, the again, and this happens all the time, I think, with um, these movies of like, uh, like, like where a star is being born is like the come up is always so much more interesting. And then like, I don't give a shit about Omar Sharif's gambling problems. Like we don't care. We don't care. (laughs) I mean, listen, he is hot for sure, but yeah, I don't care about his, his own, his shit. But then we end the movie with my man and then it tricks us, tricks you into thinking that the whole thing was incredible because the very, very end is so great. Yeah. Right. You know, at least that was my experience of it where I was like, and that was the best movie I'd ever seen. (laughs) You know, like, Five minutes before, I was like, boring. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, the whole scene of that, yeah, that's such an awesome ending. And the whole scene of them before with the um, just talking about how he's like going to jail. I'm like, oh. yes. Ugh. But she's so, I mean, she's so endlessly watchable. And she's the look, the boots she's... and the fur. She was the original boots and fur look. And it yeah. is. <laughs> yes. She's just so, she's, you just can't keep, take your eyes off her. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a little bit of trivia. Do you know who she lost the Tony to for when she was in Funny Girl? Who? Tell Carol, us. Carol Channing in Hello, Dolly. And bitch got the last word because she stole, stole it for the movie. Wow. wow. Carol Channing. Wow. Wow. Raspberries. That's not from Hello, Dolly. Raspberries. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> um, That's a way. You do a way better. <laughs> I don't. I was looking into um, Fanny Bryce a little bit, and I actually thought it was interesting. There's like a lot of like historical inaccuracies with Fanny Bryce's actual story in this movie. Like, she grew up kind of rich, and she was like famous by the time she was 13, like on the vaudeville. Gorgeous. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> she she didn't even have a nose. She lost her nose. Then. <laughs> Beautiful. I love that. That's so beautiful. <laughs> I love that for her. <laughs> I do. Um, um, both both Nikki Arnstein and Fanny Bryce were married when they met. <gasps> oh, but that was Fanny's real life husband's name, Nikki. Did he look like Omar Sharif? 
Um, I would doubt it. Uh, it's possible. Um, I don't think there were a lot of swarthy Egyptian men just walking around <laughs> in the 1920s, but um, I could That's why wrong. I'm so glad to live in the times that we do. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the biggest thing for me. Also, don't rain on my parade. I mean, she sells it. There's too much going on in that number in the movie. Too much. Go- I don't. I don't care for it. Yeah. I want to see her sing that song. I don't I, want. I don't yeah. Want I want her to park play. and bark. I want her to stand there and just like kill it. Yeah. I don't want to be forty feet away while she's on a barge. Yeah. I know, like it's looking at the dirty Statue of Liberty. It pulled yes. focus for me because when I was watching, I was like, "Does she have an inner ear that's there?" I'm like, "I wonder what who are the PAs hiding in the boat?" Like that's the stuff I was thinking about as it's pulling yeah. away from Agree. that big shot. Agree, I was the same way. Yeah, that's why I like the greatest because I'm like, she's on, she's on stage, she's center mm-hmm. stage. Like we are here for her, like yes. just focused on her. Uh, that's my that's my favorite number. Also, early on, are we supposed to believe she goes on stage? She hasn't had a single choreo rehearsal on that skating number. They just oh. throw her up there. I don't know. I it's it's funny. Had, it was very funny. Very I thought, funny. I thought but, they had like crammed in the skating stuff in that afternoon or something. Yeah. I mean, that's probably true. And she did the thing that every actor is told to do, which is like, I remember being in uh, drama school and being like, if they ask you if you can ride a horse... You can ride a horse, yeah. Yes. And then you go home and you figure out how to ride a horse. She just Take didn't. She just didn't do the second part of that. She just didn't figure yeah. out how to roller skate. Yeah, that would be me in that number. By the way, I can't roller. That skate. That would also be me. I am potentially the world's worst roller skater. That's um, so, that's so crazy because like I'm actually like an expert. I'm like an amazing. Like I just are you such, really no not at all. Oh, <laughs> there was this terror. There was this terrible period of time that, like, within two and a half months, four friends of mine had birthday parties at uh, Moonlight. Like, yeah, Moonlight, including friend of the podcast, our friend Joe Gillette. Yeah. And I was like, why does why does this keep Dude, happening right now? It's not fun for me. It's not fun for me, and I won't. I'm sorry, I won't go if you have your birthday party. I think the third, the You'll third go one, for I the w- pizza. You'll eat the pizza and go and play and play. Uh, See, you know. I get seduced by the music, yeah. and then I go out there and make a fool of myself. Mm. And the second I start to get it, the second I start to get it, the lights come up and it's closed. It's done. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. takes me like four hours to like. And it does hurt when you fall on your tailbone. That yeah, is. Yeah, it does. That's a, that, that lingers. Every part of you. Yeah. The third time I did it, I was literally like the dad at the eighth grade party. It was just me surrounded by shoes. Um, <laughs> I was just like, I'll sit with your stuff guys. Cause I'm not, I'm not going out there. So yep. if anyone needs, I, I can just, I can watch your stuff. And it was literally 14 pairs of shoes around. Nobody's like, got to do it. Like, See, these things are fun for me because I look like an idiot, just like walking. So right. it's, I, I, I it's fine fine for me that's fine everybody expects me to look bad funny girl. i do look bad but you know what my nose catches my fall so yeah yes funny looking girl that's what they call funny <laughs> <laughs> i will see you in hell oops <laughs> we're already here <laughs> um yeah i don't have much more except for i hate fanny being like i'll give up the theater for you yeah uh, yes, I was yelling at my laptop watching it this time around. Um, I, I'd seen it once before. I saw it on VHS, interestingly enough. 
Um, I have a VCR in my bedroom, which I'm sure I talked about last time that I was on here. And I, I shot a movie where the second AD was a huge Barbara Streisand fan and he found out I had a VCR. And so every day after work, he would give me a different VHS tape of a Barbara Streisand movie that he had taped <laughs> on TV and his husband had watched. And so I would go home with these plastic bags of VHS tapes. And I felt immense pressure to watch this Barbara Streisand movie before the next day at work because he'd be like, what'd you think? And I'd have to like explain. Yeah. So when I watched Funny Girl the first time, there was a bit of terror where it's like, I have to watch this two hour and 15 minute movie when I get home from work and still get a good night's sleep and be able to talk about it the next day. Yeah. So this time watching it again, um, I was able to focus more and Part of that was too, I was like, girl, I was like, you can get a man anytime. You got to get that job now. Don't you dare give up your work for some man. Like, that's that's my mentality right man. now. Oh, you have two oh, weeks I'm- left. Uh, you have two weeks in Chicago. Like, give it, give him two weeks. Yeah, relax, guys. Relax. I'm sorry, Nick, did you feel emasculated because your wife's the breadwinner? Like, suck it up, buttercup. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. also, like, take the money for the, for the, the gambling, the new gambling store. Like, go, like, take the money. Yeah. Go start that club. It's bag. really good Get the bag and run. Agree. Agree. Hard agree. That's why the second half falls apart. We yeah. see it. We see it. Yeah. It's really punctuated by an intermission to, like, it really is like, n- we're, like, telling you that this is the spot where it's going to turn and we're going to make you <laughs> yeah. wait. Yeah. And now here it is. It's not as fun. Yeah. 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 You don't even need that intermission. I'm like, I get that why older musicals do that, but I'm like, this we can just like let's just roll it all into each yeah. other. Uh, through. Get to the get to that button. I wish it were intermission and then her on stage singing my man and then it's over. And then it's over. <laughs> you know? And they lived happily ever after. That's or not. Who cares? End yeah. the movie though. Yeah, just blackout comes back up. What do you mean Nikki's in jail? I yeah, wish I wish slow. that like yeah. in a star is born, I wish that she sings hair body face. I want her to come on stage and be like, hair you know, body bar, bar face. Sing that? Yeah. I, I bet she fucking would. That's a yeah. that's a great song. Yeah, it's it a is. great song. Agreed. Thank yeah. you, boys. No, you know there was there was a period of time post the Leah Michelle rumor that they were trying to get Gaga to do Which rumor? Funny Girl Revival. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes. Uh, After it was like, I don't think it happened anymore because it's so, to me, I think it's so similar to A Star is Born. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. To get really does feel like, but it did feel like watching Funny Girl, I was like, the only one we have today, Gaga would be the one to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, like, Leah Michelle just unfortunately doesn't have the likability factor. No, certainly not. Certainly, certainly not. And it would be, it would be great for Gaga. It would be really, really great. Yeah. But she already did it. She already did. Star is born. Yeah. 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 She's got to move. So now we'll have to find a new one. We'll have to find a new star. Yes. In uh, uh, four or five years. Four, four to four to four, 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 five years. Don't tell me not to say this. Much cooler. Much, much too old. I actually think it would be very interesting if it's like, look at this, you know, like they're like having an older bachelorette or whatever. It's like, "Mm, look at this girl who like didn't hit till her like mid thirties. I was thinking you're like more like a Mrs. Bryce, the the mother. Yeah. Okay. And honestly, I would be proud to play that. I would be proud to play that role too. Mm -hmm. Get that money. Get those equity weeks. That, That actress whose name I can't remember was nominated for Best Supporting Actress, wasn't she? She was. Wow. Um, she, she also no, had, had problems with 
with with Babs because she felt like her part was cut way down. I was going to say, did she have like five lines? She didn't leave any impression on me. So when I was looking this up, I was like, oh, no, I don't, I, no, no impression. No, yeah, none. Maybe that's the way Babs wanted it. She wanted that's all the great. glory for herself. And guess what? She fucking she got it. it. She does deserve she it. it. She does. She's great. She's great in this. Um, let's move on to the lion in winter. Mm, yes. Mm. No, I love this movie. But here's <laughs> yeah. the thing. But here's the thing. I'm fully in the hole for Catherine Hepburn. And so the second yeah. she comes on and it's all just her in profile, just I forget yes. what her, but it's something like, is there a Christmas? Like, yes. What I, I just was like, and I'm here. We're here. We're here. Yes, I concur. I concur. Yeah, it really is all, it really is all, all about her. All it's about all about her. trying to understand young Anthony Hopkins mm-hmm. and. And then mm-hmm. anytime Catherine Hepburn speaks, that was my experience. And again, that. a gay movie. I was like, when, when I, I what, found, a surpri- what a surprise. It was a shock. Yeah. It was a shock. I was like, young Anthony Hopkins, fully gay. Loved it. I, Loved I, it. Buggered Philip. Love that choice for him. Love that yeah. choice for him. Um, I want to talk for, mm, I, I want to talk about Catherine Hepburn. I want to talk about Anthony Hopkins. I want to talk about Peter O'Toole and Timothy Dalton. I want to yes. talk for conservatively 40 minutes about the kid that played John. <laughs> it's a terror. It's a truly terrible performance. I was oh, wow. shocked. I like, was like, what is, is this the hunchback of Notre Dame that we're doing yeah. here? Is that, was that, did they, was he made up to look sort of like pimply like that? Or do we think that was him? I don't, I got to tell you. I was trying you, to figure out his face. That was, the, his face was the least of my, and that was a problem. His, <laughs> the, just the way he was like, I, I was trying, I'm, I'm going to be the king. So I was weird like, because he has that part later on in the movie where he's like, I'm not stupid. And it's like, then why have you played this entire thing like the biggest are, adult ever lived? Uh, like, and, and also like physically infirm. Like he yeah. kind of like hops around and like kind of can't talk totally. Like I, I, I didn't understand why he was the fa- why he was the favorite. Me neither. I mean, he does grow up to be a weak lion. That um, was it. Like really outfoxed. So get it, get it, get it. He he doesn't. Uh, he didn't really do anything. Neither him or Jeffrey really did much. I mean, they worked. But like, Ooh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey gave Jeffrey, Jeffrey served face though. Jeffrey, I was he, a little bit into. See, Jeffrey's by far the best of the sun roles because he gets like next to Eleanor, he probably gets the best like one liners in the movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which I feel like Richard and John are both just very much like sort of stoic. This character, yeah, yeah. I think Anthony Hopkins like does kind of as much as he can with it yeah. because he's yeah. Anthony mm-hmm. Hopkins. But kind of a boring part. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, for me, it's all about Peter O'Toole and uh, the Queen Catherine Hepburn. The scenes you know, for the, them are electric. Yeah. They are. She's so great. She's she's incredible. What were you going to say? I was going to say, Peter O'Toole was 36 when they filmed this, playing 50. I, uh-huh. I do not, I buy that he's 50. Clo- I, I would think he was closer to 50 than 36. He's 36. Wow. A third? Now there was, historically, there was like a 15-year age gap between Eleanor of Aquitaine and Henry. Um, she was much older than him, but oh. not, I mean, Catherine Hepburn, I think Catherine Hepburn was basically the age that Eleanor of Aquitaine would have been in 1183, but 
he's just like 14 years younger than how old Henry was. So, okay. Okay. Well, she looks, I think she looks great. I love when she looks so good. She's a fucking, she is a fucking queen, man. I love that scene where she's just bone structure. At one point she like picks up that like dangly gold necklace and she's like, should I clamp them to my nipples? (laughs) And I, and I was like, because I was, I thought the movie was a snooze. Sorry, but like at that point, I was like, "Wait, what did she just say?" I was like, "What is happening right now?" And she's kind of like, she's like tears in her eyes, and she's kind of like that whole yeah. scene. I love her being like, "I can feel your father's arms." Yes. <laughs> and then when she and the and the famous one, she's like, "I could peel you like a pear, like a- and no one would." Blame me. I'm it's like, so yes. It's, it's yeah, really. I mean, my, my favorite line, one of my favorite lines in any play is her line in this when she says, Of course, he has a knife. He always has a knife. We all have knives. It's 1183 and we're barbarians. Yes, I remember that line. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Um, it's and you great. can also see because her, so her and Barbara Streisand famously tied yes. the best actress this year. And when you're watching the first half of Funny Girl, even watching like Catherine Hepburn beat Catherine Hepburn, you're like, she already had won two Academy Awards at this point. Mm. Like, how does this tie happen? And I think it's the monologue she does that goes from like comedy to like, she's kind of like crying at the end yes. of it. She yeah. Long monologue. And I think she actually talks about like clamping things to her nipples or being bare breasted in that monologue also. Yeah. And it's sort of, it's sort of just an incredible like minute and a half. You're like, oh, that's how you screen act. Yeah. That's yeah. how you do that. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's so um good. The I mean, listen, the other than John, the acting is so good and the and the writing is so good. And I do like the scene, like the setting, like the it does it's a cold movie. You're cold yeah. watching yeah. it. Yeah, um, that's true. The the action stuff is so weak. There's like a couple parts where there's like a, a battle scene and there's like a, and then even at the end when they're like tussling with the knives, Quietly, I was like, whisper quiet. Just like, <laughs> so I was like, we couldn't so get weird. like a, we couldn't get a choreographer in here to make this like a little more dynamic, I guess. I think it, I think similarly, to, I mean, not to the point of funny girl, because it's not the second half, but the last half hour of this movie really wanes for me yeah. because it is when it kind of becomes more like, that's when like more of the battle stuff happens and to it's me, just that it's too. fun. It becomes more dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. And it's more, it's more fun. It's more fun when it's just the two of them sparring. Yes. That's really yes. what this movie is about. Yeah. And that scene yeah, when about- they go to Timothy Dalton and, and the scene when they go to Timothy Dalton's room, the prince and everybody's hiding and everybody's hiding. hiding. All, all the machinations. Yeah, the most exciting. Yeah. 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 That's the fun of it. Quick question at the beginning, uh, King Henry uh-huh. is chatting with uh, his mistress and uh-huh. she's like, I'm going to lose you. And he's like, listen, in my life, I've known milkmaids. I've known barmaids. I've known this. I've known that. He goes through a whole list and he goes, I, and I've known little boys, but you're the one that I truly love. And I have to ask, did he just admit to fucking little boys? I don't boys? remember that. that. That went right past me. That yeah, went to my... Right you. That did not go. I wish it had. It it flew inside me and now lives in my heart and in my head. Well, I'm like, I guess. He well, if you rem- if you remember, no. if you remember from when we watched Beckett, also starring Peter O'Toole as Henry II, we know he loved his whoring. Yeah, like the whole opening of that movie is him and Beckett 
running around. Right, 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 right. So, but he put little boys in that list of all of, of a bunch of uh, like uh, right. ladies. So, I anyway. listen, it's a little boys. He's a barbarian. Yeah, he's a barbarian. That kid fucked it. It was 1183. 1183. Yeah. All Sorry. anything goes. Anything goes. Listen, I'm not saying anything goes. I'm just saying I'm not surprised. I mean, we look at you. What's his name? Prince, whatever. Andrew. Yeah, he got fucked. He's still doing it. Oh, Prince Andrew. Oh, oh, I yeah. thought we were talking about Prince Phil. Oh, yeah, Prince Andrew. Listen, I guarantee you Henry II would have been on Epstein's flight logs <laughs> if, he was, if he was around in 1180. Nice. This is dark. I'm sorry I took, took us down this road. Let's, let's, let's steer out of this. this is I mean, it's, it's, it's an important little detail that uh, uh, some of us didn't catch. Yeah. And yet, um, this the very, is, very, go ahead, Matthew. Um, the, it's it seems and I didn't look too much about it, and then I guess we'll talk about it. But it seems to me like that that movie that would be have the most nominations at an Academy Awards, but the least amount of wins. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like it's just like this movie that it's like oh, it's just understood when you're 40 minutes in the movie. Oh, this is an Academy Award kind of movie that you're watching, and it's just understood it'll get nominated for everything, but maybe it won't win a whole lot. That's yeah. what it, it seems like that kind of film to me. Yeah, I'm, it's yeah. classic I'm, academy. I'm it's cla- it's very classic, mm-hmm. classic yes. academy. I think that was in because I looked at some of the reviews and there was the you know Siskel Ebert review of sort of um, saying that the first the first the last line of the review was yeah this is going to be an Academy Award movie here right. it is yeah mm-hmm. so it actually it was nominated for seven Academy Awards but it did win three okay. The score one and adapted screenplay for the other two. Well, shut my mouth. Yeah. Okay. And actually, um, I think Peter O'Toole should have won an Oscar for this. And that's sort of historically the movie a lot of people think of his eighth nominations that he probably should have won for. Because the winner this year was Cliff Robertson for a movie called Charlie. Oh, is, is that about flowers, flowers for Algernon? Oh, Christ, that movie is... Uh, Where he's basically just it. playing like, I'm a dumb guy, and now I'm very smart. And he won the Academy Award. And then and, I'm a dumb guy again. That's how flowers And the movie is basically guys. like a TV movie. Yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, I don't know that one. I don't either. I saw that and I was like, I don't know that. You can pass on that. that. I, I watch, I've watched that movie, um, I'm embarrassed to say, probably more than once. Uh, you can only find it on YouTube. It's really? not even available to buy or Weird. rent it on any street. I think but. earlier we were talking about movies that we've seen in school, and that's one of them. Oh, wow. All right. Charlie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I read I Flowers for Algernon. Yeah. I might have watched it in school also, because I know we definitely read it. Yeah. It's a, it is, it's, it is a very, it's very TV, it's like a very TV movie yeah. type thing. Um, before we move on, I do want to say the, the end of the film, that's actually how Megan and I always say goodbye to each other yes, as well. I can see that. Just it's just us. Uh, yeah. And I, was, I walk back. I just walk backwards laughing hysterically. And this is me. Hysterically. Yes. Just frozen. And then I'll be like, I'll be like, I'll let you out at Easter. And then I go, <laughs> when, by the way, when we take this picture at the end, this is how we're posing. Great. Yes. Yeah, that is a weird, very strange ending, but I would like that boat with all of those people and that throne to just, like, row me across the channel. Sure. (laughs) Row me across the ocean away from this shithole country. That's, like, sort of where I'm at right now. Yeah. Yes. Get me out. Yeah. Get me out of here. Um, I need to escape. 
yeah. escape room. Mm-hmm. Um, let's move on to Rachel. Rachel. Oh, my word. There she is. There she is. There she is. Double. Why do you think it's called Rachel? So the main character is Rachel. Why do you think it's, and I want to hear from everybody, why do you think it's double Rachel? Why do you think it's Rachel Rachel? In my brain, I kept remembering this movie as Rachel O. Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) Rachel O. Rachel. And that's how I hear it. You know, like that's the title. The title is Rachel O. Rachel. When Dave and I were kids... There was a creek behind one of the houses we lived in, and do we just go to play down the creek or something like that? We're just running, running through the woods. We're just like running through the just woods. Like down to the creek. Down to the creek. The creek. Yeah. The creek. It four, was a four mile creek. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't a creek. It was a creek. But, um, and we. This happened. This happened. We we as you're going down the creek, you can like see in the, into the back of people's houses, like in their backyard. Cause like, it's like a shared woods backyard. So if you're going through like the Creek in the woods, you could see people's backyards. Right. So at one point we reached this backyard pretty deep into the Creek and there was a little girl holding a shovel and she saw movement in the woods, which was my brother and myself. And she goes, Rachel, Rachel, mommy wants you, Rachel, holding up this shovel. She like freaked out and like ran ran all the way back home. So like mommy wants you, Rachel, is like an inside joke we've had literally our entire lives. So when Daniel saw this movie title, he saw Rachel, oh, Rachel. I saw Rachel, mommy wants you, Rachel. Yeah. I don't know which is is where that basically... Either of those titles kind of work with the movie. I would love the movie poster for this to be a little girl holding a shovel and it would be Rachel, Rachel. And that's the movie cover, even though in the movie, there's no scene with a little girl or a shovel at all. There is the little girl. There is the flashback when we meet the man that she's going to later lose her virginity to because his twin brother has just died. Oh, that's right. Oh, Rachel. Oh, Rachel. (laughs) Rachel. Oh, Rachel. Mommy wants you. <laughs> Why do you guys think it's Rachel, comma Rachel? I think maybe because of the voice in her head. I think it was I a know, typo. I, never questioned it. I, I think, think it was a typo. I think they they made a mistake. This was so. It's also important to remember this is a big decade for repeating titles. So America, you have the America Russians are coming. The Russians are coming. America, America. Rachel, Rachel. These people just wanted to get that name out there more than once. Um, at this point, okay, so Paul Newman directed this movie. Yes. He did. I didn't realize that. That's his wife. So, oh that's his, so that's his wife. Were they married before this, Craig? Do you know? I'm Craig? just curious. I think at this point they Creek? were married. Creek? What is they, the I know they, originally, they met Creek? doing, yes. they met doing a, a, a play together, I think, and he was married to his previous wife at the time she but is I think kind like, of like living out every average looking girl's dream i know that's like harsh i don't mean that r.i.p r.i.p for her but like she's truly, alive she she's dead isn't she no she is alive really yeah she's 90 oh shit wow. okay well then then she's fucking fine she got to marry she is very adequate and she got to marry she got to bang paul newman are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? She got to bang Paul Newman, giving hope to average looking girls across the land, I must say. Uh, she is the perfect. Rachels and Rachels. The Rachels and the Rachels. All the Rachels out there. All it's the all Rachels, Rachels out there. All the Rachels out there. Uh, this movie was, this was the drag for me. <laughs> mm. Me too. 
real See, I thought, slog. I thought it was, um, I don't know if it was the drag, but I thought it was um, structurally interesting and ahead of its time in a way that it kept, it kept me on my toes a little bit because I'm like, what is happening? What is this movie about? And then just like the arm touching flashback of it all, oh I thought was, because it seemed like such a, um, modern-ish aesthetic a choice to be having like these mini fantasy things happening sure. and to see it in a context of 1968 was kind of like um, it, sad it, it, a mind fuck in a way yeah. not, not sad necessarily yeah it was, there was kind of a sad it was, it was sad. kind of a sad movie, her, 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 her dreams were sad she was yeah. sad um, yeah. she, I wrote down one of the first things I wrote down was like we all need a friend like Estelle Parsons and then like Two minutes later, she's like, I don't like you because you don't love Jesus enough. And I was like, whoops, never mind. That's not, uh, she's maybe kind of she's all over, not. All, all over yeah. the place. But also yeah. another gay movie. Loved yeah, it. True. Here for yeah. it. Yeah. That's true. Estelle, I just want her to be happy. Estelle's still alive too. She is? Wow, she's a, she, was, she must She was be. nominated, but she didn't. I don't think she won. No. She was also nominated. Yes, yes, she she was nominated because we'll we'll, we'll get to it. But we will get to it. Um, yeah, I I this movie was kind of middle of the road for me. I didn't. I appreciated sort of the 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 dreamlike sort of like stream of consciousness quality. I thought that was sort of interesting, but it was it felt very slow to me, and I felt like you know, like the curse of the character in a way it it didn't leave much of an impact on me. Yeah. It's also no. very like, very literal. I mean, I know that you're appreciating like the, like the flashes and the dreamlike qualities, but I'm like, Oh, and she lives over a funeral home, but she's dead inside. And that's the, that's yes. the symbolism folks. Like we get it. We get it. It must be a contextual thing though, because it must, because in 1968, this must've seemed like a that's, really wild, fresh movie. Well, I would say, I'd say yes, except because only, and only because Megan and I have been gone through most of the sixties. A lot of these movies start being sort of more influenced by like French and British new wave. Yeah. yeah. Who, at this point, there had been kind of some films in America that had little flashes of this. Like even right. something like Man- the original Manchurian Candidate has some like kind of out there things that it's like weird, wonky uh, stuff. I mean, this yeah. is the same year as we'll talk about it, but this is the same year as 2001. So I'm right. like, I don't know. I don't know. I just think it was, I think it was, I don't know what, I honestly, I think it's telling. I don't know what else Paul Newman directed, but I got to say, I just think it was, I think it's clunky and I like Joanne Woodward, but I don't, I don't know that she's a compelling, it's like, she's the opposite Barbara Streisand. I don't think she's bad in this at all, but like, she's very forgettable. Yes. yes. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I think she's um, good in it. I just, I just don't think the the story is interesting. Yeah. And then, right, I know that like we've already been kind of set up with almost like she almost has this it's almost like some form of mental illness, but it never fully goes there. But then Nick is just so disgusting. Yeah, it's like you never at any point are rooting for her to get out with him because it's like no. no, he's awful to you. He sucks. Like, what was on uh, the bed? 
when the mom was like, I, it almost gave me a heart attack. What was on the oh, wall? It was like, a, like an old diaphragm, basically. Yeah. Like I was, think so. I think that's what that was. Okay. With rubber tubes. Like, like a douche, like a doucher, like a douche Something thing. Something like that. Okay. I was explaining these five films to a friend of mine the other day, and he had never heard of Rachel Rachel. And I told him- I hadn't plot. heard of it either. I told him the plot of it. And he goes, and then what happened? And I was like, oh, that's it. And he was like, <laughs> what, what, was it, what was it about? I was like, uh, like- <laughs> And then she's and then she's walking on the beach with a child. I guess it's her child. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. But that's a fantasy. That's a that's one of her fantasies. She's like, where I'm going, like maybe it'll be like this. And then she has the image of just like before she had the Im- whatever. It doesn't matter. But that's you're you're exactly right. And then what happened? And then right. what happened? It's like, yeah. however, oh, no, I will say it. the only important thing in this movie, and I posted this originally on my Instagram, and I will post it on ours is there is a scene when she comes out of surgery and she's still sort of drugged up and it's just her on the hospital bed and the person talking to her, it's like, you're fine, you're out of danger. And she looks right at them and goes, how can I be out of danger if I'm not dead? And I was like, well, that's 2020 (laughs) summed up, baby. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty dark. Pretty. That really says it all. Pretty dark. (laughs) 1968. Rachel, Rachel, how can she be out of danger if she's not dead? Excuse me while I pour more of this pre-made margarita that I bought today at Whole Foods for $9.99 while wearing a mask. Sponsored. That was... <laughs> yeah, we're, we're sponsored by Whole Foods. Oh Whole God, Foods. Get your greens. People are loving... I got to tell you, people are loving my mask. My mask is like pale. I mean, I have a few. Guys, I have a few because I'm like like so like in the zeitgeisty and it's like I'm making yeah. my masks like versus like what I'm no I actually have like a real running tally of how much money I've spent on this stupid pandemic and I'm like every every cent pains me I'm like I can't believe I could have bought this instead I bought a fucking mask but I did buy this one mask that's like millennium pink and it has lips on it it's very mm-hmm. cute and cute. everybody and everybody loves it and I'm so ashamed to say where it's from they're like where'd you get it where'd you get it it's made by Kylie. Loves it. It's made by Kylie Jenner. Oh, oh. that's that's cool. No, sure. it's not. It's not cool. I feel not good about it. I don't. Oh, I mean, I, it's not cool. Yes. I mean, it's not cool. Like, it's not. That's cool. right, Matthew. You were wrong the first that's time. Right. Yes, that's it's right. not Matthew. cool. Oh, yeah. You're wrong. It's not cool. Yeah. Yeah. Ma- Matthew, mommy wants you. Oh, okay, hold on. I'll be right back. <laughs> Rachel. 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 <laughs> mommy. Rachel. Oh, Rachel. Do you I think she ever Rachel. found Rachel, that little no. girl? No. No. That little girl is still there. She's, she's, still, she's an age today. Yeah. She hasn't moved. She's still there. The house is gone. The house has been knocked out. The house was never even there. No, oh it didn't exist. Fucking no. Connecticut, man, guys. <laughs> yeah. um, well, that's enough of Rachel. Rachel, so that brings us to... Wait, can I get more ice for my margarita? Yeah, we'll talk about Romeo and Juliet without you. So. Oh, Wait, no, what, what I have kind of to talk. That is? It sounds <laughs> delicious. <laughs> well, I bought it at Whole Foods <gasps> in you my did? Kylie Jenner mask. I love Whole Foods. <laughs> Kylie. Sponsor <laughs> us. Sponsor <laughs> us. Sorry, go ahead. Um, I'm sorry. I'm Juliet. sorry, Craig. Romeo and Juliet. Uh, okay, I'll say this. Uh, I fucking love this movie. Uh, spoiler alert, this is my favorite movie of this bunch. I think I love, I mean, I obviously like Romeo and Juliet is a great, uh, um, is obviously a, a tale as old as time. 
Till you're thinking of this time. <laughs> that was on Daniel's previous episode. <laughs> oh, that's right. Right. Uh, I will say, um, uh, I remember my mom showed this to me when I was a kid because she had such a crush on Leonard Whiting when she was growing up. And then mm-hmm. I had a crush on Leonard Whiting because he is very attractive. These what a are great two. Butt. Great butt. Great butt. Love seeing that butt. Olivia Hussey apparently was 14. She's stunning. It's she's a, gorgeous. It's, she's gorgeous. She's also, by the way, you know that scene? 14. That's her. That is not a body double. No, you see some stuff. Zeffirelli had to get permission to shoot that, and it was given to him mm-hmm. because it was 1968. So, <laughs> When I was describing these movies to said friend, and I mentioned Romeo and Juliet, he goes, oh, the butt one. That's the butt one, right? I, I'm, that's also where my brain goes. Yeah, with the this. butt one. Yeah, the butt one. It's just, a, it's just a, I think it's the best faithful version, like other than, you know, like I know there's like so many retellings of like Romeo and Juliet or whatever. I think this is just the best version. I think uh, I just buy everything and everyone is in it and I like the look of it and it's like, it is like seeing a play. It is very like, it is very, uh, you know, they don't like sort of make a big effort into make into like, shooting sets and stuff like that or shooting on on location but um i love this movie it's the definitive i mean that's to me it's like the definitive one Completely. to me Boz lerman is definitive for well me. no like Boz lerman's the this is my favorite might but, be my like, favorite too might be my favorite like, too I, by definitive i mean like just straightforward as it is yeah like, i guess it's right. written you know yeah. it's I mean? like there's a there's a reason why that is the straightforward version. Yeah. When I was a freshman in high school, like they show you the Zeffirelli version. Yeah. yeah. After you read Romeo and Juliet, they don't show, even though Boz's version was out. And I think there is something that's helped, particularly for the play, and especially in the lead up to that first kiss, the youth. Yes. The fact that they are 14 and 17. Yeah. So. Like, and they're, again, uh, they're both so beautiful. And I didn't so, realize they were that young. I thought yeah. they were older. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're, and, they're and they very, really very do young. transmit a lot of, I think because of that youth, they really do transmit this like innocence that is yeah. a little creepy to watch, honestly, sometimes, but also like it feels very, it when they, when they die, it feels so tragic in the right. way that like other things, you because you're expecting it, even though 14-year-old me was, like, devastated when, like, Leonardo DiCaprio died in Baz Luhrmann's version, obviously. Yeah. But then Claire Danes did her, like, <laughs> like dumb cry listen, face. And I see, was like, I'll, I'll argue with you on this one because... I Listen, listen, I love that movie so much. You will not get any argument. I will not argue with you on that. I will not. I refuse to because it's an amazing movie. <laughs> yeah, it's well, amazing. What ruined this version for me was... The, Ju- the Juliet killing herself scene, the very, very end, which I never made it to before. She's kind of like stabs and goes, ah, and then that's it. I'm like, if you stabbed yourself, like, I think, they I, really running, want to I, think I think they got to that point. We're running out of time because he cut the Paris yeah. Romeo fight. Like they shot Paris and Romeo fighting at the crypt and then cut it. Cause it wasn't like, I don't know if he just thought the movie was too long or wasn't ready, but I'm wondering if he was like, Oh, we got we got to finish this, and they had like three days to shoot like the last. Oh, maybe. Yeah, and she's fourteen, and she's not Dakota fucking Johnson or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Dakota uh, Johnson, Dakota Fanning, and you know. I'll tell you what. Uh, I'll tell you what doesn't work for me in this movie. God, Mercutio is a tough hang. <laughs> yeah, but Mercutio—that's kind of how he's I, written. 
I thought I thought I was watching this and I was convinced, convinced that the actor playing Mercutio was a young Robert England. Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Like watching it. And I even texted Matthew and I was like, wow, get ready for Robert England's performance. And I was like, he's in it. I didn't know that. Cool. And I like took a screen grab and I was like, look, it's him. And then I was was like, like, wow, it is him. I was like, what am I talking about? Then I got, I I, I, I IMDb beat it. And I was like, what? What was I thinking? (laughs) And that was the only exciting thing about Mercutio. Famously, (laughs) Tybalt sets Mercutio on fire. And then he comes back to haunt the dreams of fair Veronans. I know. I was, I was like, Mercutio. he's giving this like. That's why he says a plague on both your houses. Exactly. It, I'm I'm disappointed it wasn't Freddie. You know. Like, no. I, yeah, that would have been so much better. That would have been so much better. But like, honestly, Benvolio can kind of get it. Benvolio can get it. I'm sorry. I thought Benvolio was. I was into Benvolio. I was into. I'm into Benvolio. So Benvolio. Sorry. Benvolio wrote the um, movie with Nail and I. He's a he became a screenwriter. Really? Oh, wow! That makes him like sidebar as somebody married to a writer even hotter. Um, I also think I also think Michael York's a really boring Tibble because Tibble's actually my favorite role in the show. Uh-huh. Um, but I think yeah. he's still infinitely more interesting in this than he is in the movie Cabaret, where I think he is the wettest of wet. Michael York or John Leguizamo go. John Leguizamo. Ditto. 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 John Leguizamo is... It's electric. It's undeniable. He is electric in that. He is honestly electric in that. As is the guy that plays Mercutio in that. Yeah. Yes. He's very... Parent. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Leonard Whiting... But the movie belongs to Leonard Whiting and Olivia Hussey, and I just think they have chemistry, and I think it is... I don't know. They're so pure. It's so pure. It's so innocent, and it's like I really... I really buy it all. And I, and I, and I love, I mean, I love this story and I, you know, I'm a fucking theater loser. So like, I like Romeo and Juliet. Sure. Um, uh, I was a nurse and I was told by my acting teacher. No, actually. Okay. So spoiler alert. So, okay. This is a quick story I'm going to tell. So I, we in, uh, like this was like junior year or something in college and it was like, do like something crazy or whatever. And we were in a scene study class and Jimmy Tripp was my teacher, uh, who's like a Broadway dude. And I did a scene with my friend and I was Juliet. It was the nurse and Juliet scene, you know? Um, like, mm-hmm. you know, like whatever, does he call the whole thing? Yes. Um, so I was Juliet and my friend was the nurse. And afterwards we sat, like you sit like, in front of the whole class and like get your critique in front of everybody. And this guy has made a lot of people cry. He said to this one girl who I will not name, he said, Oh, this is so great. I have to tell the story. He said, he goes, you know, when you wake up in the middle of the night and you have to pee, but it's, you're warm in your bed and it's cold outside and you don't want to walk down the hall to pee. So you just pee in your bed and you just, and it feels warm and it feels good and it, and it's nice. But then in the morning you wake up and you realize you're lying in a bed of your own cold piss. Long pause. That's what your acting is. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Straight talk. Did she did she immediately kill herself? Oh, <laughs> she <laughs> She did she, just, did she, she have a dagger with her just to do it. <laughs> She just got herself went. Oh, she wasn't. She oh. wasn't. 
She wasn't Julia. I forget what the scene this was, but she just literally was like, skadoosh, like tears run out of the room. And he was like, mm, she can't take it. Like, she can't take it. So to me, we did this scene. I was Juliet. My friend was the nurse. And we sit down and he goes, why are you Juliet? And I go, what do you mean? He goes, you're not Juliet. You're the nurse. You don't know that about yourself? And I go, I mean, I just, you know, I'm an actor. Like, I know. He goes, what are you wearing? Because I put on like a, like a he white says, Take skirt. Off. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, what are you wearing? Are, did you even put on makeup? You're not Juliet. He goes, you're the nurse. The sooner you know that about yourself, the better this will go for you. You're the nurse. And I was like, message received. <laughs> wow. Jimmy Tripp. Jimmy Tripp. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't rain on my parade, Jimmy. Don't Jimmy tell me not to sing and sit and para. Yep, that wow. was that was my own funny girl experience. And honestly, hilarious. I was grateful for it. It was always so funny. It was so funny. Yeah. No, at the time I was wow, like, okay, yeah. Honestly. And then we switched roles. And it was and amazing. Came back and it fucking killed. And I was like, okay, well, I am the nurse. So, you know, this is this is a this is a hot, this is a hot tip. Anyway, wow. that's my story with Romeo and Juliet. I love uh, this version. It is good, right? Yeah, it's a really good one. Thank you, boys. Thank you so much. That I think the cold, piss, the cold piss story is better, and it really has nothing to do yes. with you. Playing. I think I might piss my bed tonight. Yeah. The warm part sounds great. The warm part and the comforting. But then remember, right. you will wake up in a bed of your own cold piss. Not if I die in my sleep. Hey, yo. Um, speaking of dying in your sleep, I don't want to relitigate a 500-year-old play. Oh, here we but go. But has anyone ever fucked up worse than Friar Lawrence? Like, <laughs> come on, bro. Like, come like, on. Like, Friar Lawrence, more like FL for fucking loser, this guy. Why right? wouldn't he just hang out at the grave site just in case? Yeah, just why, why did you even go there later? Yeah. Also, where can I get that potion? And will it last long enough for so us for to For this get- to be over? For this right. COVID thing to be over? For I would like, love just, that. Just, yeah. Can they, like... Put it in, and then maybe at some point, like every two like, days, somebody wake me up with a vaccine. Or mm-hmm. I want it. I want I, it. In I the want body. that so badly. In the meantime, we just have to go to Whole Foods and get our margarita mix. On yeah. that note, I need another ice cube. Continue. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what? One of my favorite parts. This is super actory. Is though is in the um, dance scene. Yeah. Yes. When they're scrolling through, and you can tell all the extras are trying so hard not to spike the lens. Oh, I didn't know this. Oh my it's gosh. like all these actors being like, look anywhere but. Yes, like going all the way around the camera. Yes. Wow. Guys, Love it's it. so hot here, too. That's the other thing that makes all of this terrible. It's just hot. It is. There's not enough margarita mix in the world. But I will rewatch and masturbate this to this movie for sure. Do you know what has air conditioning, though? Whole Foods. Whole yeah. Foods. <laughs> Whole Foods is a dream. I did go to Nordstrom the other day to pick up like toner, and then I just Nordstrom and not Nordstroms. No, thank you for saying it correctly. Who am I? My mother? No, 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 (laughs) no, 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 no. I just hung around. I just walked around the store for a good hour and just did a little like, you know, look like a little looking at things and a little chatting. Yeah, because it was air conditioned and it was like brutally air conditioned. Boy. Well, so those are the nominees. Let's get on to the winner. Wait a minute. Wait. What is last? 
Oh, it's Oliver. <laughs> Oliver. This is the least gay movie of the five, and I don't care for it. I mean, this movie is really about um, domestic abuse, and it's really about... Correct. You know... It's, you need to have a sit-down with the women from 1968 and be like, you need to find better partners. Yeah. yeah. Come in. Not you to know, jump ahead. Rachel, Nancy, sit down. Rosemary will get to you in a few minutes. Like, you need to find a more supportive partner. Not to, me, this movie, go ahead. Go ahead. I would say, to me, this movie is about Nancy needing the wrong thing for her life and some woman trying to sell those ripe strawberries. <laughs> and those red, red roses. Those Qu- red, red roses. Quick yes. cue for you. Quick cue. Quick cue. So does Nancy die? Yeah. I, do, I, I was like, I can't believe this movie is G, first, first of all. This no, movie is dark as fuck. No. I think, I, I believe Nancy doesn't die, at least in this. Why do I think that, though? I think she they dies. They never Maddie show her. watched it with me, and Maddie was like, oh, that bitch is dead. Straight talk, dead. Because then at I, the I, end, I, spoiler alert, fucking the murder, or whatever, his, uh, what's his name? Bill Sykes. Bill, Bill Sykes gets, Bill Sykes. gets shot, yeah, and there's yeah. like a... Nancy's dead. Yeah. Okay. So Bill, thank you. Thank you. So Bill someone Sykes. Just, someone, just, someone just texted Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> really we just found Matthew out she just, did the she research. Died. She didn't die in the movie. She just died this minute. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. She's been so, in a vegetative state for 50 years. She held on for so long. She ran out of those potions. Uh, yeah. we're talking she, was, about, she was around as long as he needed her, and then he didn't need her anymore, oh, so uh, she died. Hang, hang on, hang on. Maddie, come here for a second. Come here. Maddie, come here. You got to say one thing. I just need I just need confirmation on this. I just need confirmation. We have on some this. bad news for Maddie. Yeah, come here, what? quickly. What? It's very serious. This is life or death. Did Nancy die in Oliver? Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's correct. Okay. Can I tell you something, Nancy? Thank you. It's not a fine life. It's not no. a fine life. Opposite of a fine life, what you're living. It was it's a really short life. life. It was a and short it, life. It's it really a hard knock life. Yeah, it really hits her hard. Pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Oliver had to watch that man's body swim. That kid is going to be in therapy for eternity. Oliver had to see a lot of stuff. Yeah, and also, I don't love watching a movie where where orphans are hungry. Like that's just me. I don't care for that. At least in Annie, they were more well fed. Like, I don't care for this. Yeah, this is like Annie's dark older sister. Mm -hmm, mm It's like who's who has to sell her body in the streets. You know what I mean? Like correct. That is I mean, the whole setup of the film is this kid asked for more food, so now we're going to sell him. Yeah. Like, that's, that's where we go from in the movie. Yeah, boy yeah. boy for sale. Then he gets in By the, the way, coffin. Really- then he walks. Meanwhile, I, there's the scene where he's walking to London and a carriage goes by and, like, mud comes up and, like, hits yeah, him. And you know, Matt, <laughs> I watched it with Maddie, and he was like, you know there's, like, a PA that's, like, yes. right off camera that's, like, throwing... <laughs> My hey guys, question. Kid. Question: Is Oliver Twist the original Carrie Bradshaw? <laughs> I think he might be in every way. I, I felt like this—the the actor that was playing Oliver was like very cute and very so cute. very sweet—and it felt like it to me. It felt like he was just like living what was happening to him and couldn't 
would just have to, it was like every scene was a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. And you just felt so bad for this kid who's like looking around, like, I can't believe this dance number is still going on. Yes. Like, I can't believe the budget on this. And like, why are all these men just cleaving that meat? They're not cutting it in half. They're just putting a cleaver on top of it and then pushing along. What is the way those women wash, wiggle and wash those dishes? (laughs) But I, but for me, I was watching and and I was watching the artful Dodger and Oliver and I was like, Oh, yeah. (laughs) That would have made it so much better and a hundred times gayer, and I would have been here for it. Um, uh, I did think they were both very cute. I did think they were both very cute. Yeah, I wish they'd kiss. And I actually, I think Ron Moody is great as Fagan. Yeah, he's amazing. That's like a creep. Um, He manages to make it like not. He ma- but he manages because I was like, ooh, this kid, this guy is living in this room with all these yes, little and boys. He, it doesn't cross that line of being that, like it's no, no. You like forget what you're actually watching. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the and I. But you are right. All of the all of the numbers seem to go on for a long. They were like time. all like six minutes average. Yeah. I do think there's some jams in this show. Did, there are. Favorite? There were a lot more number one smash hits from this musical that I didn't I realize were real- from this. And then I was like, this song is in this? Oh my God. Matt, I want completely a- agree. Completely agree. I want a Lana cover of Where Is Love. Oh yeah. Lana. Lana's all right. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's what I need. That's what I personally need. Yeah. It's very in her wheelhouse for sure. Yes. Yeah. My I didn't realize I do anything was from this, or yeah. as long as he needs me. I didn't realize it yeah, until I saw it. Me neither. It. And I do anything is very fun. As long as he needs me as a bummer. Because yeah. of the circumstances. Yeah. It's awful. Really? The lyrics are awful, yeah. I didn't realize Food Glorious Food was from this, which is also kind of oh, fun. I didn't know that one. What else would it be food from? Food Glorious Food. I don't know. I fucking don't know. I don't. I didn't know this music. I'll be honest with you. I've never seen this before. I didn't know this musical yes, before. Um, and this is, I've, I've read a lot of Dickens. Not to brag, guys, but I do love Dickens. <laughs> Not to brag. I was, uh, for a brief time in college, a Brit Lit major. Um, but I have actually never read Oliver. I've never Brittany, read Britney Britney Spears slip. Fuck you, Craig. Matthew Matthew for a brief period was also a Brit lit major, but not. <laughs> not <British laughs> lit. What do you mean for a brief period, guys? What's going on with her? Is she well, okay? just because you, you left school because they weren't challenging you enough? I'm so offended. I'm I'm still a Brit lit major. Is she um, okay, guys? Is Britney okay? Do we need to go? Podcast. We need this to go get her. Okay. Um, uh, I wanted to point out that there, I was looking up about whatever, and there's two songs from the the stage version that the film omitted. And I just wanted to share the titles with you because they're so 2020 accurate and hysterical. One of the songs is called I Shall Scream. <laughs> and the other one is That's Your Funeral. <laughs> yes. I have actually sung both of those yesterday to myself alone in my room. I didn't realize I knew them until this morning at 4 a.m. when I woke up singing both of them. Yeah. More more accurate to have said if, if it was called I Have Screamed and I Am yeah. Screaming. I yeah. Shall Scream. That's that right. is yeah. so fucking funny. It's it's fun. It's fun. Maddie keeps coming in because I, I, I feel like you're yelling at me that you like Oliver. He does. He likes Oliver. So okay. I just think, Ooh, Papa, that's my that song. I like I liked parts that, of that, but that movie yeah. is, but that song is so dumb. That yeah. that song is like not, they're using. They gotta they gotta distract Bill. Sykes by the way, for like how, for, for how long? Ten seconds? Like I'm like you. They went through this whole song and dance. Listen, and it should have been longer. Clearly, he caught it. 
So yeah. he saw them leaving. Up. He should have just run. Then he, I just, I, that song was, I, know. I was like, girl, you put in all this work and then you slowly take him away and yeah. talk and mind to him every couple. And that's yeah. not her. Fault. But I was like, get out of there. Get out. And he, now. and he should have caught up with them. He's like a, a dude. She's like trying to drag this, whatever. It doesn't matter. I shall scream. I shall I scream. scream. I that's shall. <laughs> so I did want to share this. So Oliver Reed, who played Bill Sykes, um, confusing. He's, he's famously he famously died during the making of Gladiator. So oh. he's one of like the he was like early on. Wait, like, the Russell Crowe Gladiator? Yeah, he was the guy. He was like the he had a pretty big part in the movie, and they had to like CGI his face on someone else. Um, but this is what happened. Just because I feel like this is very Bill Sykes esque. So the night that he died, he was, they were shooting this, like they shot Gladiator in like Greece or something. So he was in a drinking competition with a bunch of younger sailors. He reportedly drank eight pints of lager, a dozen shots of rum, half a bottle of whiskey, some shots of cognac. Then he arm wrestled multiple sailors, beat them all. Then he had a massive heart attack and died on his way to the hospital. Big deal. I did that. I did that last night. Big deal. (laughs) You didn't win. You didn't beat anyone in arm wrestling. (laughs) Okay. That's the one part that was incorrect. That's amazing. I beat them in nose wrestling because my fucking. Um, Also, Bullseye. Bullseye's a good dog. Yeah, he's a good dog. He is an ugly as fucked. I say this is somebody who does own the world's most beautiful looking dog, to be fair. Funny dog. Funny dog. The dog's funny. The dog's a funny looking. It's a funny looking dog. It's a funny looking dog. Yeah, they put they put they roughed Bullseye up, didn't they? Like put a fake scar along. Yeah, what did they do to him? He looked messed up for sure. Well, he he was a street dog. He was Bill Sykes' street dog. Oh. Dog, dog, why are you following me? No, that's Annie, Matthew. <laughs> oh, shoot. That's the other orphan music. Oh, that's shoot. Right. This is just, tr- this is a truly a darker version of In every way. Annie. Our mother was telling us a story about this movie because when she was a little girl in New York City. In Brooklyn. In Brooklyn, New York. She was, uh, she remembers... The only field trip she ever took as a little girl was to go see Oliver and the nuns took a bus and they took They drove to Manhattan. They drove to Manhattan to see where did she say they watched this? The Zig I don't know. At the the at the Zig Belt. And she was saying Yes, and what a huge deal it was because they were allowed to in this very strict Catholic school in Brooklyn in 1968 got to go and then she watched it the other night with you i think yes and she was shocked watching it because she was like i can't believe the nuns let us watch that movie because there's so much adult content in it that's not okay for like six-year-old little catholic children yeah. to go see it's so that actually that is shocking because it is so weird where it's like it is such a strange thing of like yeah it's all this, it's deceptive because it's all this fun and dancing. And then, yeah, and it's a movie about uh, sort of about a little boy. Yeah. So it's like, oh, it's for kids. And then, like, once you're like 20 minutes in, you're like, oh, wait. But Whoa, then you have like no. low key prostitutes singing, like, if he hits you and gives you a black eye, just don't cry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then at the end, 
people are mur- straight up murdered. Murdered. Straight people up. You- straight up murdered. Yeah. Yes. And we see, and you see you see one of their swinging bodies against the night and sky. That's, and it's a long time that they that the that the camera lingers on his swinging body. It's and not just did like. Did they have to let it linger? Yeah. Did they have to let it linger? Did they have yes. to? Did they have did to? Did they have to? Did they, they have, have to? I mean, have to let it I will say. That all seems like sort of. Do you late get 60s. that I bless you, voice? It's it's uh it's it all does seem a little late sixties Catholicism, to be honest. Like I'm not I'm not super surprised actually. Um, oh, maybe yeah. Speaking <laughs> of late sixties, because that's what we're talking about. I did appreciate um, some like uh, Nancy shag hairstyle or whatever you would call it. Like kind of it it yes. looked like 1968 sometimes. Yes. In a way that, like, period pieces don't yeah, ever I'm, quite... I'm sure in, she had bad skin, by the like, way. Her skin like was in not 18, great. 1830s or whatever. That was probably from that period, too. Yeah, so. sure. Yeah, because yeah, she, she had, like, the... I don't know. Yeah, it was It was a whole look. I, I think she was a pretty girl. I just want to say, like, I just noticed people's skin. It's, like, a whole thing for me. Because I have, like, hmm, great skin. And um, and a large nose. And yes, kind of a funny smile. girl. And um, I just noticed people's skin, and I just didn't think she had very good skin. So. I didn't. Know I like. I, I I we were watching the movie with with my parents, and I was like, "Do you know this actor? Like this?" Because my parents were like, "No, I don't know who that is." Because I I thought I don't know who she is, and I she, I just thought she was giving it everything she, she was. possibly. I had. agree. Yeah. yeah, and she had a great voice, and she had she great, had great presence. Voice. You know, yeah, yeah, what happened to her? But like Nancy's such a thankless part yeah agree can we get story-wise agree uh, so agree can we get back to i this the idea the image of you guys watching this movie with your parents is a little bit breaking my heart it's like the most joy that i've received in quite some time Uh, (laughs) did you have like do you have like popcorn or snacks did you like sit on the couch We had snacks. We all sat on the couch. We watched that. We watched Oliver and we watched Funny Girl together. My mom loves Barbara. Um, and both my parents, my dad multiple times during Funny Girl was like, went, oh, oh, wow. Like when certain oh, songs, okay. when. Um, I gotta be honest, I wasn't here. Wasn't it, I, it was Daniel and my parents that watched My dad, Don't Rain on My Parade. And like, what did he do? My dad just went, oh, wow. Really? <laughs> like would just say things like oh, iconic so things cute. would stop my mom And my mom earlier, she was like, she wouldn't stop talking about Omar Sharif. And I was like, yeah. who? Yeah. You know, like she just wouldn't stop talking about how wonderful. Like, and my afterwards, my dad was like, um, wouldn't stop talking about Fanny Bryce. And I was like, my parents. I have to ask for dinner. Oh, that's interesting. Can I please, like, please talk about it? Yeah. What did they think of Oliver? Did they like it? I mean, we, my dad started to. We all as a family at one. We were pretty silent. My my dad likes to like keep it quiet when we're watching a movie and. And it was by the time we got to he. Um, My mom likes to talk sometimes. Yes, the we sort of were laughing as a family about how long that sequence was after intermission, where Oliver is at his you know uncle's yeah. house, and all the selling that's happening outside. Yes. My mom was kind of like, "We get it." You know? <laughs> Can <laughs> and- I join your? family i love your family i don't even They're know them so but i sweet. love them and but my dad started to fall asleep and i don't blame him no, i don't blame him either. either and we all out of at once as a family when she was singing he needs me i was like he 
he doesn't need you, girl. My mom was like, get out of there. And my dad was like, come on. <laughs> and after we were done, I was like, is that what you remembered, Rosemary? And she she was like, yeah. And she, she said, she was, I didn't remember the dog. <laughs> and I was like, what? Craig, if you don't put up a picture of... Uh, the parents and I am I'm done. This is also like my mom, like Grease was like her favorite movie growing up. And I was like, we had a discussion about the movie Grease and like, I have a, di- I have a very different perspective on it. And uh, she was like, it's just like such a sweet, like, you know, wholesome movie. I was like, is it? And I was like breaking down all the reasons why Grease is literally just about sex. Like yeah. the whole movie is about sex. And it ruined it ruined it for my mom when I explained that to her. I remember we were staying in the kitchen at the sink and she goes, well, I never thought about it like that. Oh, no. And it like literally ruined Grease for her. A hickey went, from Kanicki is like a Hallmark her. card. She now. didn't get that? No. Oh my god, no. I love her. Oh my god, I love her. So I that's why my, my reaction to that is like, if we're watching this movie, all these dark things in Oliver, and then my mother's takeaway is like, there was a dog. You know what I mean? Like Rosemary, like, Rosemary. Rosemary. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, truly, I I feel that I feel all of that. I I love her. I want to join your family. I feel all of that so deeply. I want to watch this movie with Rosemary. Um, <laughs> this movie I have the exact same it's funny that you watch this in Funny Girl because I have the exact same issue with this movie that I do with Funny Girl a little bit which is like the second half is like a drag for me yeah like yes. all of the fun stuff is the it's first very half very long and yeah. then yeah and then you're like okay here we go <laughs> with the strawberries and the roses and like I just want to see and be happy and I will say this one other thing is like I after all the shit that Oliver goes through you're a little bit like, I want to see him like in a really happy family. And I'm like, okay, he winds up with his uncle, I guess. Yeah. Or his like yeah. great uncle, his great uncle. Yeah. Mor- the moral story is don't ask for more. Okay. Yeah. But, I know. guess that's it. Like, I guess I it's did. better, obviously, but I was like, was, oh, I yeah. thought he was going to. great uncle. His great uncle loved his mother, loved Oliver's No, mother. and that's great. But I, I thought he He's would a great have. Life. I thought he's going to have a great life. It's going to be great. But I wanted to see him being like, I guess I wanted to see him being, mm, this is going to be very sexy. Like with Daddy Warbucks? Yeah. No, I wanted to. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Daddy Warbucks or like a a mom and dad, like a family. Like he's the, it's just him and his great uncle, which is great. I'm very fine. I'm very happy for him. This is definitely infinitely better. But I'm like, I, I don't have an emotional kind of like, Oh, thank God for Oliver because I'm like, great, this will be great, and he'll have a nice education and it'll be fine for him. But it's not the emotional catharsis that you get with like an Annie, or if you got if it's like it was a random family that he kind of fell into. And like, I mean, it's the, it's the same thing as if an Annie Grace had been murdered by Rooster. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're right. Brutally murdered. Yeah. I mean, he basically. You know. Oliver could have ended after the intermission. Yes. And then we just came back and it was Barbara Streisand singing My singing Man. My man. <laughs> and then we just cut out and, and then it was it. done. That is a perfect movie. I'm yeah. ready to rank, Danny Craig. Oliver. I'm ready to rank. Let's. So before we go into some other movies from the year, let's rank the nominees. We'll go from five to one. Daniel, we will start with you. Um, oh. Oh. Um. Uh, I should have, I should have, I should have prepared. Yeah, yeah you, you guys go have. first. No, <laughs> we, that's not the way that this goes. 
That's no. not so the way that it I just goes. I would say, why am I, why, I, there's one that I'm, I'm going through in my brain I'm forgetting. The movies are. No, it's Lion Lion Winter. Lion Funny Winter, Girl. Rachel, Oliver, Rachel, Fun Rachel, Girl, Rachel, 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 you got to get Rachel, would, you got a Rachel, Rachel in there. Yes, I would put, uh, I would put uh, Rachel, Rachel at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Then Rachel, Rachel is my number five. Then I would say, um, oof, then I would say, uh, then I would say, um, I would say Lion and Winter, um, Romeo and Juliet, Oliver, Funny Girl. For enjoyment factor. That's what we always, what do you think? I mean, yeah. Do I, do I think Oliver and Funny Girl are the two best movies of the year? Do I think they're better than Lion and Winter and Romeo and Juliet? No, but I enjoyed watching them more. Well, whatever, whatever you want. However Matthew. you want to do it. I think mine's the same. Rachel, Rachel's five. And then um, I was disappointed by Romeo and Juliet, to be frank. And it's encouraging. I mean, you liked it so much or you love it so much is because for some reason watching these five, I had it in my head that Romeo and Juliet was going to be my favorite. Like, I don't know what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. I just had it in my brain. I was like, this movie's going to be amazing. I'm going to love it. And I felt it didn't live up to my unfair expectations that I built in my head for no reason based off of nothing. So I, I think it, it would be Rachel, Rachel's five Romeo and Juliet is four. Lion and winter's three, Oliver two funny girl one. I love yeah. this. I love this. And I love, I'm like, I love this because this is one of the first years where I feel like I'm very, cause I was very, even coming into this discussion, I kind of, things were up in the air for me. Um, I feel good about my order now, but I'm very curious as to Craig's order. So, and how it compares with mine. So five is Rachel, Rachel for me. Four is Oliver. Mm-hmm. Three is funny girl. Two is Lion in winter. And one is Romeo and Juliet. Zaffarelli is Romeo and Juliet. I will say, I want to caveat this with like, other than Rachel, Rachel, I did enjoy all four, the, all, the other four yeah. movies. They're all, they're, they're the stuff they're to really enjoy do. about all of them. I, the, I, Oliver and Funny Girl fall apart on the second half for me. They really do. They do. They do. And, but, they're, but the highs there are very high. Um, but um, I'm curious to see as to what Craig has to say. Craig, tell us. So my, my list is closer to yours, Megan, than it is to either of the Montgomery boys. Um, I have Rachel, Rachel last. So Rachel, Rachel, I'm sorry. You did sweep the number five spot. Sorry, year, Rachel, Rachel. Probably why you're oh, not remembered at all in the other four movies people probably at least have heard of before. Um, four, I have Oliver. Three, I have Funny Girl. And then I switch with you. I have Romeo and Juliet. Two, and I have Lion and Winter of the nominees mm. at number one. Okay with but me. Those but those weren't all the movies that were released in 1968. No, I want to end with the main one why we brought the Montgomery's on. Um, I watched Wait, a couple other things. So we, should, we, should we talk about, so then I'll go and I'll say, I watched 2001 A Space Odyssey for the first time. Uh-huh. Um, what did I text you in the middle of it? I was very, okay, let me be full disclosure. I was a little high. 
watching. It, I'm sure it felt like it in general. Yeah. It's yeah. and so then on top of that, um, whatever. You know, the thing that's interesting to me, and I don't want to spend too long on this because we have another movie to talk about, but the thing that's interesting to me, and I will say about Stanley Kubrick, because I'm not a huge Kubrick fan. Um, I love The Shining, I like Doctor Strangelove, Full Metal Jackets, meh, and then Lolita's meh. I hate Barry Lind- Barry Lyndon. And 2001 is fine. Um, it's an achievement. The music is the musical choices are incredible. It looks incredible. It's the the fact that they go from pre-man to post-man is incredible. One thing I will say about Stanley Kubrick, man, is he never makes the same movie twice. As somebody who's like a huge fan of um, uh, Christopher Nolan and a big fan of Quentin Tarantino, they sort of you know, they put their signature on it. And it's like, you know what you're getting kind of with that. Ooh. And I went into 2001 sort of being, just, all just being, being like, I know it takes place in space. I know Hal, cause we have like a, in Maddie's office, he is like a Hal poster. Oh, it's fine. An actual Hal. It's, it's an, an actual Hal. It's an actual Hal. <laughs> I'm being jettisoned into space after this. Uh, but yeah. I will say kudos to Stanley Kubrick for making something that is different from all his other movies. I enjoyed it. It's definitely, I definitely enjoyed it more than Rachel. Rachel, I think it's more of an achievement than Oliver and uh, maybe even Funny Girl. Um, mm. But um, yeah, I like this movie. Uh, Craig, Craig, Creek. I think, I, I think 2001 as an achievement is probably more of a film achievement than any of the nominees. Mm. Yes. And I think the middle hour and 40 minutes of it is really good, like, mm-hmm. is really interesting. Yes. I could care less about the first 15 minutes and I could care less than less about the last 20 minutes, particularly the seven minute we're traveling through time and where it's just colors for yeah. seven minutes of screen time. Yes. It's like, they, yeah, it's, it's like you forget you're watching anything. Well, yeah. I definitely did because again, as I said, uh, I was okay. pretty high. Yeah. So it was a real, it was a real um, ride so, for me. But yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I think particularly like some of the stuff like him flying into the pod door when he does get, when he just like shoots across the screen after they eject him and stuff. It's cool. Like that stuff's amazing. Um, and I think it definitely probably, he was nominated for best director. I think it probably should be in these five, but it it wouldn't be my favorite movie of the year because of that front and back of it. A uh, couple of, I watched The Producers. Oh yeah. Oh. Mm. Which is good, but like having it been a musical now, like watching the actual movie, you're like, this probably should have always been a musical because everything is so large. It's like, of course, of course this works great as a musical because everything's like huge in it. Like the performances are yeah. super over the top. Neither, I, I, it's such a weird thing. That show is so weird. I also think it only works if it's like, it, the, it's just so dependent on who's playing Bialystok and Bloom that it's like, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't matter, you know, and it has to be on stage and it has to be good, good Leo yeah. and good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I watched Once Upon a Time in the West, which is my favorite Sergio Leone movie um, because the acting, he has way better actors than I think any of the, like the good, the bad and the ugly. But, um, but so there are two horror movies that came out this year that are important. Um, I watched Night of the Living Dead for the first time, which I had never seen before. You've never seen it before? I had not. Oh, wow. Um, wow. And I mean, you can tell like what it did for the genre, but watching it now, you're also like, wow, they shot this on $6. Yeah. 
Yes. That included the actor's salaries for sure. Mm-hmm. But the ending to that movie is incredible. Yeah. yeah um, but the main cool. reason we wanted the Montgomery's on, and we've talked about Rosemary already, we wanted Rosemary's Babies on to talk about Rosemary's Baby. And before we talk about the movie, we should, we should precursor this with Roman Polanski's a piece of shit. Mm. Like, he's a bad human being. So we've said that. So now we'll talk about the movie. Great. Yes. Boys. It's it's my favorite movie of this year for sure. Agreed. Um, Far and away, like hands down deep in the ground. This is, this is, this is the one for me. Uh, I just, I even was thinking about at some point in my life getting a tattoo that said all of them witches. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that phrase. I think it's so amazing. So embarrassing, but I thought about it. Like I just love every deep, dark, ludicrous, slow, stupid moment of this movie. Like I just absolutely think it is so twisted and dark and genuinely very scary very scary and the performances are ridiculous and i love how long and slow and dark and crazy the whole thing feels like a bad dream it does it feels like such a bad dream and i love shaky sickly sallow mia farrow i love the vidal sassoon reference i love reference i love the obnoxious neighbors academy award winner like i just think it's um has left such a huge insane crazy impact Mm -hmm. i was i was i rewatched the ending this morning and and just i said i texted to dale and another friend of ours and i was like i'm rewatching the end of uh, rosemary's baby just to feel something this morning because like i just live for that delicious shock of her looking into the cradle and then her putting her hand over her mouth so and just it's just such a thrill do you know what's so funny about this is we were gonna walk we were i was gonna watch this with my parents and i said rosemary like she she's like like, i don't think i've seen it i said just so you know it ends with old people standing up and screaming hail satan just so you know (laughs) and you're gonna have nightmares she's like i'll watch it with you and she said the i think i've seen it she said the only thing i remember is the baby's eyes that's all i remember i remember seeing the baby's eyes and i was like you don't see the baby's (laughs) that's but that's incredible that that's a not that's a thing that she remembers wow because because it's implanted the reaction to the baby's eyes oh that's kind of amazing that's amazing Wow, an achievement of a movie then if if a thousand years later... You remember something that something wasn't that even there. See. Yes, and she didn't remember the dog. Yeah. <laughs> Classic Rosemary, always No, but I thought, that was, I thought that was so interesting that that was her takeaway from it. You and, know? Her, and your mother's name is? Rosemary. And, yeah. and you were her? Babies. babies. Right. We have a, there's like a little drawing I did of the two of us as babies and I wrote Rosemary's Babies and my mom said, I'll watch it as long as I can hold this in my hands while I'm watching it. <laughs> that also made her sound a hundred years old. It does. She's not though. She's not. What's funny is I'm re-watching all, uh, in this, in the pandy. Um, I'm just, you know, like, listen, we have to find joy where we find it. And I'm re-watching all of Mad Men, which is my favorite television show of all time. And um, there is a episode where they go, uh, Megan and Don and um, Ted and Peggy go and see their Rosemary's baby. And then they basically end up 
uh, making a campaign around Rosemary's Baby for St. Joseph's Aspirin, and it's actually pretty brilliant. And they like really reference the movie and like the crowd of people around the whatever around the the crib and like is this a will people get this it's such a cool thing because I had never seen this movie before because I don't do horror movies right yes but the thing about this horror movie and this is the type of horror the reason why I don't do horror movies is because a I don't love gore and b I don't love shit jumping out at me don't care for that but this is a movie this is the type of horror movie that I do do and that it's a it's a creeper. It's a slow creeper. Creeper. And the feeling of dread that comes over you when she is not gaining any weight and she is pregnant and she looks terrible. And people, st- by the way, people hate on her haircut. Her haircut's adorable. Fuck I you. think she looks she, she looks amazing. She, she looks chic as hell. Stop hating on her haircut. But the rest of her. John Cassavetes? You don't know shit. You don't about know shit, hair. John Cassavetes. What do you know about fucking hair? But the rest of her is just wasting away. And it is um, fucking dark as hell. It's like, it is is so dark. It's such a slow creeper, which is the only type of scary movie that I like. I will say my only criticism is it should be an hour 45. It's like two 15. Um, Like every movie this year was two hours. Every movie is a bit, a bit too long. Yeah, no, you're right. Almost every movie ever is too long for me, but generally, this movie rocks. It really does. Yeah. It kind of feels like a play sometimes in a yeah. way. Sometimes. Which I like. You know, I like. I just like that it actually, it actually goes there. Yeah. Like, it, it, yeah. We, we really earn the end of it. And the whole time you could be like, she's crazy. Like, this isn't re- It's absolutely like, no, Satanists are blinding. When the they all, but, it, but it's also yeah. funny. When they all stand yeah. up and they say "Hail Satan," it is also it's 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 scary, but it's also hilarious. Hilarious! So that lady going his feet. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah, such a crazy cool. thing. It's such a crazy. And, it feels so beyond. And I also time. think for me in that end scene, that's when Ruth Gordon wins the Academy Award because all the rest of them are playing it to like a ten. Yeah. And then she's just like. He chose she's you. Like, he chose away. you. She's like, he chose yeah. the Ariana in the world. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Like, because she's not like influenced by anything going on around her. She's like, no, I, I know how I'm playing this character. Like, this is how I do it. And I'm incredible. So yeah, she's great. Um, yeah. It's an amazing movie. The, one of the things I wrote down is, I mean, there's no way this isn't like the formative Ari Aster text, like Ari Aster, yeah. Can't exist, I don't think, if Rosemary's baby doesn't exist. Yeah, you're right. Like he's a completely different person. You're right. Um but yeah, it's just I, I think it's it's just like an incredible like exercise in tone. Yeah. I was yes. reading an article this morning. I'm sure Dale knows more about this and can articulate it better than myself, or maybe Megan, you can even speak to it, but um <clears throat> saying how this movie part of the reason why Roman Polanski, Roman Polanski's a piece of shit. Forget that. But like the part of the reason why this movie is so effective is because up until the Satan reveal stuff at the end, it's about a woman who no one is believing what she has to say. Yeah. And it's how like she's talking about her body, what she knows to be true. And everyone everywhere is just saying like, telling her what she's feeling, telling her. And just and she's ignore. right about Every yes. single thing. And, but in, in the end, it turns out she's right. Down to the last woman detail, who like she was always right. 
It's funny because it goes back to the Mad Men of it all. Sorry, I just because I've been rewatching Mad Men. It is such an odd thing to watch women in the '60s and just like the the fact that they just had no agency. Mm-hmm. Like you couldn't open if you're a woman, you couldn't open a credit card in the '60s without your husband's permission. Like that's wild. That's such well, sorry, a wild thing. One of the worst things in the movie that I'm sure like people probably didn't even think anything of in 1968 is when she has that wild dream and she wakes up and he was like, well, you know, I didn't want to miss... I know, but I didn't want to baby night and she's like, you couldn't have basically. waited? Yeah. And I'm sure like, at the time people were just like, well, I mean, that's her husband. Like, that's not a big deal. That's yeah. called rape. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's the craziest, most fucked up shit that is that just kind of happens. And I... And, and I think the other thing, too, that's like, that makes this movie dark for me is like beyond the Roman Polanski of it is a little bit the Mer- Mia Farrow of it. And like what happened with her and what happened with her children is she is. Yeah. She's, I don't know that. I don't know. She's married. Well, not married, I guess. Uh, just she's with Woody Woody Allen Allen forever. Oh, I forgot about all of that. Yeah. And then he ended up marrying her adopted child. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yes. Of course. Such a kooky woman, a kook. And, and also like a, just a, a shitty situation. I don't know. It's just, it's, well, it's, it's a fascinating it. thing. And uh, she was married to Frank Sinatra at the, the time of this, right? I think so, right? Yes. Or, I, she, I don't know if they were she, married or just, just together. together. Oh. Um, uh, it's just fascinating their whole, I, I mean, her life, I mean, his life, obviously. And, and listen, I'm not excusing, I'm not excusing Roman Polanski at all. But a year later, his wife and unborn child were murdered. murdered. So it's, it's, there's the darkness that for me, the darkness that surrounds this movie beyond like, like Roman Polanski's shitty is like, is way be, is way beyond. I saw, there are people about that saying is Rosemary's baby, the most cursed movie of all. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I just said something about that too. Um, Which makes the experience of watching it all the more creepy and, and all the more, and, and that, and again, not that I'm like reveling in anybody's misfortune, but like that is the type of scary movie that is more effective for me is like this kind of slow dread of this, like, and, and there is that moment of that. There is that, that feeling of that versus like something like, I don't know, drag me to hell, which is also a great horror movie, but is more reliant on like, we're going to just like, you're going to jump. Yeah. 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 How long do you think you would have lasted that apartment from the time they moved in? Forever. I would have given birth to Satan in, to have that apartment. I, love that. I see. I would have walked in and I would have, and they would have been like, oh, how did this thing get moved here? And I would have been like, bye. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I like a nice apartment. I would have dealt. Would have Listen, dealt. that's, that's a cursed that building. To me. Yeah, the neighbors. Yeah. The building, that's where John Lennon was killed, the Dakota. That's right, Yeah. Cursed building. Um, so the Montgomerys would choose this as best picture, and you know what? So would I. So would I. Wow. Wow. Sorry about it. Wow. But you know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Even with that 25 minutes, I'm gonna give Kubrick best director, just so we don't have to give Polanski best director. Sure. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Let's do that. I'm on board for all. Fine of by all me. Of Fine by me. I still wow. think. I still prefer. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, this is a good year for movies in general, but this is, is the best movie. Yeah. Long, good movies. Um, yeah. Daniel, Matthew, do you have, um, I know it's been a 
very strange movie year. Uh, do you have a favorite movie of 2020? I'm not sure I've seen any. I don't think I've seen any movies this year yet. I'm trying to, I was trying to remember the last movie that I saw in a movie theater, which I think was Invisible Man. Yes, Invisible Man was the last That movie was this year? Yes, and it feels like years ago at this yeah. point. But um, wow, yes, that that was a good, that's a good movie. I liked that one. There's a movie on Shudder called Host that's really fun. It is very fun. So that's a very I short watch, I, movie. I must watch almost exclusively horror movies. Yeah. Um, especially during a time such as this. You know what I did? Um, uh, my friend Kat, you, you, you guys. Kat was on the podcast. Yes, yes. Kat and I, we used to have a monthly New Beverly Day in Los Angeles, which is Quentin Tarantino's movie theater in LA. And we, until, you know, Pandy happened. And so we um, are trying to do our like monthly movie date now, but like we do it from home. So it's like we watch a movie and I text her and we text while we're watching it. And I'm a summer bitch. I love summer more than anything. So like I have been trying to pick like summer movies for us to watch this past summer. And we watched a Catherine Hepburn movie called Summertime that came out in, I'll look it up, um, called Summertime that I'd never heard of. That's this like sweaty ass Italian um, love story, 1955. And it was just the most delicious, like limoncello summer experience I had watching a movie. And I really, really liked it. Love that. We'll watch that. I love Um, a limoncello experience. I'm here for. Yes. And then our film we watched this past month was in the good old summertime, um, which is a Judy Garland movie that takes place at Christmas Um, The movie opens with them singing a number called In the Good Old Summertime. The entire movie takes place at Christmas. And then in the last 15 seconds, they jump ahead to the following summer and just sing the words In the Good Old Summertime. Hmm. Wow, they really fucked you on that one, Matthew. Yeah, I was really (laughs) upset about that one. I wasn't trying to watch Christmas shit on July 25th. They they fake summer, they skip straight over Halloween, and then they go to Christmas. Like it didn't even exist. Like they're spitting um, in your mouth and not in a sexy way. Yeah, exactly right. That's exactly how I felt. So I thought I would just bring that up and not recommend that one. But Summertime from 1955 with Catherine Hepburn might be my favorite movie. Movie of 2020? Yes. It's, it's my favorite movie that, that I can remember. I haven't watched movies this year, really. But like that I can remember that I've watched this year. In the movie theater, it would have to be Invisible Man because it's the only one I can think of. Um, uh, I guess Emma, I don't even know the last thing I, oh yeah, I watched that. Yeah. I like Emma a lot. Um, I watched class action, uh, park, the documentary. It's not, it's not very well done. Oh, I've heard it's really interesting though. It's interesting. Yeah. It's just not a well done documentary. There there is something to be said there. Uh, it's just not a very well done documentary. Um, so I guess Emma or, or, uh, uh, Palm Springs was good too. I don't know. Palm Springs was good. Yes. Yeah. These are my hot takes. Craig. Craig. I'm still sorry we missed you, which is like this little British indie. I'd love to see movies again. I'm excited. There's a new Charlie Kaufman movie on Netflix on Friday. So that's oh, exciting. Oh, nice. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, the, the New Mutants came out yesterday. That's did right. The new- go, did you guys go see it in the theater? I did. I saw it. I saw it in the theater. It was a packed theater. Um, I was lucky enough to sit next to a lot of strangers yes. and we shared a Sprite. All of you. How fun. Passed it down the row. Right. Brought it on back. How fun. 
Yeah, it's just spit milk duds into each other's mouths. Oh my god, that's just like the old days. Wow, so dark. (laughs) I do remember doing that with strangers. Um, Matthew Daniel, is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, listen to our podcast if you want. Yeah, we have Air. a, if you remember, we have a Goosebumps podcast called Welcome to Deadcast, and it's on anywhere you can listen to podcasts. And um, we're just giggling and screeching about um, 90s Goosebumps books and TV shows. And a lot of people ask, do I have to have read the books or have I had to have watched the TV show to understand the podcast? No, no. not at all. And you just, Matthew you says to... no, but Daniel says absolutely. That's that sounds not, right. That's not true. <laughs> um it would be, um, uh, but yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of fun, and uh, we've been doing that for six years, I think, at this point. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, we mostly do it for ourselves, and if you want to listen, great. Yeah, we, we and we have a, a good chunk of new episodes coming out soon. That's true. Yes, I'll store okay. that ready to go. Um, I'm on Instagram at Murphy Megan and Twitter at Too Many Megans, but again, I only tweet about housewives, so. Hmm. Do you, so- you want to give your socials in case people want to follow you on social? You don't have to. You want to give your socials? Now? Yeah, my my Instagram is Matthew underscore Scott underscore Montgomery, and my Twitter is irobotujane. I mostly retweet. <laughs> um, my Instagram is Daniel X Montgomery. The X doesn't stand for anything, and I'm on Twitter as Daniel Montgomery. Easy. You can follow us at the Oscar should on Twitter at the Oscar should have gone to on Instagram or Facebook. If you like what you listen to, make sure to rate and review us on iTunes, but you can listen to us on all sorts of places. Uh, we'll be back in like three weeks with the last year of the sixties, which is 1963. Um, so we'll be talking about Cleopatra. Um, if we finished it by then. Um, <laughs> otherwise stay safe. Thank you so much for listening. And that's it. Bye. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you had a good time.